0: Welcome to the National Presbyterian Church Podcast. I'm Pastor Ray Hilton, and I'd like to personally say how thrilled we are to share our sermon with you this week. If you feel encouraged by our messages, we invite you to hit the subscribe button so you will never miss an episode. Now let's go to the National Presbyterian Church Sanctuary and hear the word of the Lord.
1: The scripture reading today is from Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. Hear the word of the Lord. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: Let us pray. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each one of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. A few months ago, my sister-in-law sent me a very heartfelt thank you note in response to some tangible support that I gave her when she was going through an exceptionally difficult time. Among other things, Michelle wrote, words cannot express how much I appreciate you. I could not have made it without you. I knew she was grateful for my companionship in the moment, but it's meant so much to me to see her words on a note, so much so that I kept that note card. On the other hand, I imagine that all of us can think of a time when we did good for another, provided support or help, even went the extra mile, and never heard a thank you or a word of acknowledgement. It doesn't feel good. Thank yous are important. And those of us who are parents know how hard we work to encourage gratitude in our children. It might be true, but it cannot be confirmed that I had to remind my 23-year-old son to tell his grandmother thank you for the birthday present that he got a few weeks ago. I did tell him that a text was fine, by the way. Thank yous do make a difference. So let's look more closely at one story about gratitude between Jesus and some lepers. This story is only told by Luke, and the setting is somewhere along the road between Galilee and Samaria, and Jesus and the disciples are on their way towards Jerusalem Which, as you might remember, means that Jesus was walking towards the final events of his life. And it is there, on a road, as they enter a village, that Jesus and his disciples encounter ten lepers. Now leprosy was a name given to a whole host of skin diseases that had no known cure. And those who were unfortunate enough to have these illnesses, these maladies, were ostracized from the rest of the community. Those individuals were forbidden contact with anyone that was healthy. That meant they had to live separately from the community, which meant they formed their own colonies. They weren't welcome in the synagogue or any other public gathering, and that included commercial areas. So the only hope that these people had of being able to support themselves was to gather along busy intersections and beg for handouts. This isolation was devastating on many levels. Now apparently these lepers have already had some sort of encounter with Jesus because they addressed him by name and they used the title Master, which is what the disciples sometimes used. And the lepers didn't give the usual warning that they're supposed to give when they start and get, encounter healthy people. They use, are supposed to say, unclean, to warn everybody. But these lepers cried out mercy. They were in great need of Jesus' healing. So out of their lonely isolation and with desperation, they begged Jesus for mercy. And what does Jesus do? He tells them to go see the priests. And that seems sort of strange to us. Why didn't Jesus have more of an interaction? We can think of other stories where, in fact, Jesus even spit in some dirt and put it on someone's eyes to heal them from blindness. But all Jesus does with these lepers is to say, go see the priests. But Jesus does this because according to Jewish law, anyone who had been ill and then healed had to show themselves to the priests so the priests could make the determination that in fact a healing had occurred. And once that determination had been met, that meant that the people were able to go back into the religious community and be restored. So Jesus' command to go see the priests is actually a hint of the healing that had already occurred. Jesus sent them on their way because the lepers needed confirmation that they had already been made well and could be restored to community. And it is at this point that the story gets really interesting. One of the lepers is a Samaritan and we know that a Samaritan is a foreigner and an enemy to the Jews. But somehow he notices that his skin is different. He saw that the sores and the scabs were no longer there, and instead there was clear, healthy skin. The Samaritan saw that he had been made well, and the Samaritan knew that Jesus was the one to have healed him. Without a command, without a touch from his hand, Jesus' power, grace, and mercy toward all ten lepers, including the enemy, including the foreigner Samaritan, had made them well. So the Samaritan turns back to Jesus. He praises God. He falls at Jesus' feet with his heart full of gratitude, and he gave thanks. And then Jesus asks the man about the others. Didn't they notice that their skin was healthy and clear too? Where were they? Why didn't they come back and say thank you? It's an interesting question. The other nine lepers were only doing what Jesus told them to do. As Jews, they knew that they needed to go to the priest to have that sign off on the healing before they could be restored back into the community. In fact, the nine lepers did nothing wrong. They were following the law. But sometimes we need to do more than just follow the law. The nine lepers were living more in their head than in their heart. They had a brief encounter with Jesus who told them to go into the village and see the priest and get reintegrated into the larger community and that's all they focused on. It was almost as if they were crossing things off a list. Ask Jesus for mercy, get healed, get admitted back into the community. The lepers didn't feel the fullness of the miracle of that restoration of their physical and social and spiritual levels in their hearts. It was only in their heads. And maybe that's why they didn't turn around and thank Jesus for what he had done for them. But on the other hand, the Samaritan, he allowed his encounter with Jesus to be fully felt in his heart. The Samaritan gave thanks to Jesus for that incredible gift of healing because he knew that he had nothing to do with it. He had nothing to do to change his skin. There was nothing this man had done other than to ask Jesus for mercy. The Samaritan healing was all due to God and apparently that moved this man so deeply So much so that that gratitude welled up from inside and he couldn't help but tell Jesus how much he was thankful. So much so that he drops down at Jesus' feet. There's another place in scripture where a different man praises God for the gift that he received. And like the Samaritan, this man knew that he had nothing to do with the bounty that poured forth. This man, King David, knew that it was only due to God's grace and mercy. Let's turn quickly to 1 Corinthians, uh, Chronicles, sorry, Chronicles chapter 29, verses 10 through 13. I'll give you a hint, I already looked it up, it's on page 336 of your Bible. And while you're looking for 1 Chronicles 29, 10-13, through let me set up the story here a little bit for you. King David had a profound desire to build a dwelling place for God, to build a beautiful temple for the Jews to worship and honor God. But David knew that he needed help from his people to do that. So he asks the assembled congregation to donate towards the construction of the temple. David praises God in these beautiful verses and give, gives thanks from his heart, full of the gratitude that God has done. Are you ready, starting at verse 10. Then David blessed the Lord in the presence of all the assembly. David said, Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, are the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory and the majesty, for all that is in the heavens and on the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. Riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might, and it is in your hand to make great and to give strength to all. And now our God, we give thanks to you and praise your glorious name. David knew those gifts didn't come from the people. That amazing outpouring was only on account of God's abundant love and grace and mercy. And the Samaritan felt that same gratitude and thankfulness for God's gift to him. God has done marvelous things for us. But we need to be better than those nine lepers, and we need to be truly aware of the gifts and blessings. And instead of staying in our heads, we need to be more like the Samaritan, more like King David, and get down into our hearts and deeply feel a thankfulness for what God has done for us. Cultivating gratitude towards other, but most especially towards God, is a way of life. To live in an attitude of awareness and to notice God's gifts and then to go and acknowledge those blessings and to give God thanks and praise for what God has done. That is how we are called to live. And that's why we're here this morning, to celebrate and to give thanks to God. We might live in a country that sets aside the fourth Thursday in November for Thanksgiving, but as Christians, as believers, we know just like David did, just like the Samaritan, that everything comes from God's hands. None of our progress, none of our accomplishments, none of the gifts that we've received are a consequence of our works. Everything that we have and everything that we are comes from God's grace, mercy, and love. Every good thing is from God's hand. So let us praise God with hearts full of gratitude for all that God has lavishly poured out on us, on our families, on this church, in our communities, in our nation. And in this world, it is right and it is good to offer our thanks and gratitude to God today and every day. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you that you give us examples of how to live more like your son, Jesus. Help us to pay attention to how you pour out your blessings on us. Oh, Lord, may we be more like the Samaritan and be filled with gratitude for all you do for us. And now, our God, we give thanks to you and praise your glorious name. Amen.
0: We're glad that you could be with us today. If you would like more information about our church, visit our website at nationalprez.org. That's nationalprez.org. Help us spread the good news of the gospel by sharing our podcast with your friends and giving us a rating. If you haven't already, be sure to click the subscribe button. See you next week.